0: and it's gonna be cheesy but comment like subscribe
1: <laughs> right it's that dial not the switch though yes like, it's well in it's easy for me on the other side of this diagnosis and blah 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 to be like everybody needs to be in therapy but what it comes down to is like ideally in a perfect world everyone would have access to regular therapy mm-hmm um, I don't want to put the responsibility on people by being like, oh, well, you're not in therapy. How dare you? It's more just like when you do this thing for yourself, other things shift. Yeah.
0: And I think it's highly problematic that we put more emphasis on our dental care than we do on our mental health. Right. That makes zero sense to me.
1: I have to tell you this story. So one of, I I ran into an old colleague from college. Over Christmas, I hadn't seen him in probably five years, and he is someone who I can very genuinely ask, "How are you?" Right? And he said, "Well, you know, I'm pretty good." Blah blah blah. And then he told me that he'd just been into the dentist because he'd had a dead tooth for like six months, like completely Ooh. dead. Mm-hmm. And that when he went in to the dentist, the dentist opens his mouth and takes a look, and the first thing the dental hygienist asks him is, "Depression or addiction?" <gasps> And he says depression because it was absolutely true. And so I think when we see these physical consequences Uh of our mental illness, that is when suddenly we decide as a culture we're invested, right? Yeah. And it's, and when we talk about things like dental hygiene and how we care more, like it's all so interconnected because you know, these physicians are opening mouths and being like, well, this person has an eating disorder. Well, Mm -hmm. this person's depressed, you know? Um, Our entire bodies tell the story of how we're feeling, and it blows my mind. Yeah. Like, just a dentist opening your mouth and just addiction or depression. Like, Jesus, what? That's wild. That's wild. That's also a really good dentist. Right? (laughs) I was
0: like, oh, yeah, who are they? (laughs) I'm like, who's your friend's dentist?
1: Yeah, I know, man. I thought it was... It blew my mind
0: but you were we were talking about the journey that you made and how your therapist had said and they'd wanted to say for a while and they gave you yeah. some news yeah uh, can you tell us about that conversation
1: yeah it was about two two-ish months ago two three months ago and I'm like you right I, I, of course, have general anxiety disorder, and so I'm constantly overthinking everything and falling down the rabbit hole of worst-case mm. scenarios. So I come in, and I'm like, gosh, Emily, who's my therapist's name, I'm like, listen here, I'm not doing well at all, and I'm regressing, and here's why, and here are all of these itemized lists of while I'm still the worst, and, like, they're alphabetized <laughs> and color-coded for you, so, you know, don't worry. Oh, my gosh, I come with lists, too. Like, like like, literally almost verbatim. That's how it went. <laughs> and she kind of did the same thing your therapist did where she like laughed at me. And she said, Jess, she said, I have never had a client who has worked as hard on themselves as you have. And I like kind of brushed it off and I was like, oh my God, thank you. You know, hair toss, whatever. Yeah. And she was like, no, no, no. I need you to hear me. She was like, you work harder than anyone. And I have never said this to another client. But your borderline is under control completely. You are cured of borderline personality disorder. Which, like, can we just take a moment of
0: appreciation for how incredibly huge that is?
1: It's, I still, to be completely honest, do not think it's true. And her and I have argued about it. Because I say, hey, I still feel these very intense emotions and I still do sometimes like the way I classify them as tantrums because it's mm-hmm. almost like early teenage Jess decides that she needs a seat at the table right mm-hmm. so I have these immature tantrums and I'm like hey look sometimes I'm still having these tantrums where I pout and decide that I need to go in my room for an hour alone and she's like yes and I'm like but but that means I still have borderline and she's like No, that means that finally you're feeling your feelings and processing them within yourself and not making them other people's problems, which is kind of the definition of borderline, right? Mm -hmm. It's when you're so raw that you just want anyone to soothe you. And for the most part, like I just soothe myself now. Yeah. I was talking with my husband about it last week and I was like, yeah, you know, there's always that fear with business that the money's going to dry up, that things will fall off, that, you know, you'll end up in a van by the river next month somehow. And he looked at me and he was like, Jessica Ann, he was like, even when you were actively suicidal and I didn't know if I would come home to you alive, he was like, you were running a business that was hundred percent financially supporting both of us. Mm-hmm. He was like, you have always had it in you. To put in the work and do this journey and get to this place, you just have to give your credit, give yourself some credit for all of this work you've done. Because yeah. when, you're, when you spend all your time climbing up the mountain, you don't even realize that you're nearing the top of the fucking mountain. So I don't know. This is, I mean, even giving this interview is surreal because I think it's the first time that I've spoken openly about the fact that, like, I truly, genuinely have been told that I have, I'm cured of. Typically a lifelong illness. It blows my mind and it feels like I'm tricking people. <laughs> no,
0: I, I first off, I want to thank you. Those words get bandied about a lot. And I feel like, like, but truly, truly, sincerely, like the gratitude and appreciation I have with you for being candid about all of this. And I think that something that always helps me is realizing that you are not alone. And when someone shares their journey, I find that it oftentimes opens doors for me where I can make better progress on my journey. And I see that with other people and I've heard other people say that, which is why I wanted to talk about this because I think that for a lot of people, if you are given this diagnosis, or if you are given a diagnosis that quote unquote, typically is lifelong, you're stuck with this forever. That is terrifying and that is scary. And to hear someone say, no, I made it through is kind of the hope that helps people make it through the day and helps people continue to make it through the days until they've made it through their life. Yeah. And I feel like
1: that's what you just did. Thank you, man. Thank you. I am um... seriously, I, I want to be clear too that like even this mental health journey has been a dial and not a switch, right? I am not joyful and content and light and warm and funny all the time. I'm not this like magical unicorn now that's like I'm healed and perfect. <laughs> there's, no like, thing, God, the there's
0: no analogy. such thing. Hence the unicorn analogy.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> no such thing. But something that I think is really important for people to hear is that I'm not going to be an idiot and be like the journey is all of it. But as you go through this journey, it's not about being cured. It's not about finally overcoming this and never having to deal with it again. It's that along this journey, you are constantly equipping yourself with new tools that -hmm. makes it easier to manage this illness. So like what I was telling me through all of this is, okay, worst case scenario, if I feel like this and I have this illness for my entire life, how can I at least make it feel manageable? Mm -hmm. So instead of doing the black and white of like, okay, I can cure this. I can fix this. I can get over this. I would really encourage people to think about like, okay, how can I just right now self-soothe even a little bit until I can think more clearly about what? Yeah. It's usually when we are obsessing about big plans that it becomes harder to soothe ourselves in that moment, but we can't think of big plans until we're soothed. So.
0: And I really love your saying that everything is a dial and nothing is a switch. It's not like a boom, you're healed. It's that you are always going to be on this journey, but there is the possibility to develop your toolkit so that when that car is stuck on the side of the road, you can get back on the road.
1: Well, well, it's so funny that I use that analogy because actually I... uh, (laughs) Four weeks ago, my therapist told me I was officially cured of my driving anxiety as mm-hmm. well, which has been a lifelong thing. I used to not be able to, like, merge or get on the highway, and now yeah. I take, like, international road trip not international, national road trips. I got T-boned. <gasps> I got T-boned two weeks ago on my driver's side. I spun out, hit another car, and then bounced and hit a bus stop, and my car was totaled. Oh. Uh, it wasn't my fault at all, but I... I got out and I was shaken and I saw myself through this glass. And I said, okay, Jess, right now you can either lose your shit and cry and be angry with this woman for ruining your anniversary trip and all these things. I was like, or you can be very kind to all of these people when this is just an accident and then go home later and cry about it in the shower. Yeah. And I have come so far in my therapy that I was literally able to choose. Yes. And I chose to be nice and lovely that the EMT was like, yeah, I don't think you need to go to the hospital. You're still so witty and charming. And I, was like, <laughs> I was like, this is my defense mechanism. So maybe check me out for real though. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so yeah, that, I mean, that car metaphor is real. Like I, I installed shocks on my car. That Yes. It's weird, man. <laughs> I love this metaphor. It's a weird thing, but it's 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 really nice. I am so grateful that while the first 30 years of my life were painful and dark and hard, that I still have more than two-thirds of you know my hypothetical life to uh step into the light and see what else is possible. Yeah.
0: And I am so excited to see where you go. Oh, thanks, ma'am. Vice yeah. versa. Like with <laughs> And with the backslides and with, and then getting through the backslides and it's almost like getting through the backslides is even like, yeah, like it's really, it's just really inspiring and it's inspiring to me. And it inspires me when people share, like, especially someone, like you were saying, like with the EMT, he was like, oh, you're so charming and you're so witty. And, you know, and in, in the example of even when things were their darkest, you had so many things on lock right? Your business yes! was good, right? But that a lot of times, if we do not talk about these things, um, we will judge your insides by other people's outsides. Yes. hundred percent. And that is really not good for us. So talking to someone who is charming and witty and doing everything that is so inspiring and aspirational and you feel all this compersion for them, but to have them also say like, look, my life has not been a picnic. No. You might not get that if you just look at my LinkedIn profile. So let me tell you. And then you're like, wow, okay. I picked that person really wrong. But now not only can I relate to them and maybe find some own some of my own tools, but it puts things into perspective in a way that I think is really important.
1: Thank you. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I I would agree. Like, it's we are a society built on assumptions, and uh, assumptions are very rarely ever actually true. Yes. (laughs) I was was the uh, shiny, cute, bubbly online business owner who was deep diving into Reddit forums to look at statistics for the most effective suicide methods. Like you never, ever, ever know what multiple browser tabs people have open even when they're posting on Instagram.